What up, world? My name is Bree. What's up, y'all? Hi, Bree. Who are you? I'm CJ. And what is this? This is Find It Together Podcast. Find It Together Podcast, where we try to really encourage and make people aware of the healthy wellness lifestyle opportunities in the triangle. Boom. Perfectly said. (laughs) So, who are we? Well... Um, I'm CJ. No, we're a married couple. We have a little boy. We're in the health and fitness industry and we are just excited about being here. I, sometimes I don't know if she asked the question for me to answer or just for her to just, <laughs> you're supposed to it. read my mind. <laughs> this that is was true. in our vows. This is it. We really put that in the vows. <laughs> Thanks to our exclusive sponsor, Cardinal Points Imaging. You can visit them at cardinalpointsimaging.com. What have you been up to lately? Babe, I can't get over this outfit you're wearing. Okay, you guys. It's so fun. There is a Target and Lego collab, and you're right. I bought an entire yeah. jumpsuit. Uh, and not just for you. No, I got one for my dog. Yeah. Well. And, and it's cute. Are you a dog mom or are you a dog mom? But how do I feel about nothing coming for me? Well, sorry. <laughs> but I am wearing pink with you. That's true. This and I bought good. that for you. So uh, there you go. So it's that time of year. It's Christmas time. It, well, it's holiday time. Holiday time. Yeah, there's That's a lot true. going on. There's a lot of um, maybe anxiety or maybe excitement about the end of the year. This is true, yeah. The approach of the new year. How long do you keep your holiday stuff up? Oh, For me, I try to keep that as long as possible. Yeah. Big fight. New Year's, it needs to come down. So just so you know, I lose this battle. Obviously. It's not even a fight. It goes up on Thanksgiving. Just it comes down on New Year's. Ugh. Those are the rules. I didn't make them. That hurts. Whatever. Topics today. <laughs> <laughs> new Year, New You. We're going to talk about New Year's resolutions, whether or not we do them. If Should good you do for them? You. Yeah. It's a, it's a touchy, touchy topic. And then we're also going to talk about healthy reminiscing. Which I, I find interesting. You know, because I, I hear people talk about look forward to the future, but looking back at some of the things that you've done in your life, positive. Um taking some time to give yourself a cheer a cheer i wish i had a cheer button (laughs) i'm sure there's an app for that yeah so yeah it's true reminiscing about the past is good for your health we're going to talk to author mia babram from durham to discuss why and how reminiscing can be good for you so let's get to it well uh, babe let's talk about it so we have new year new you new year's resolution this is that time where you will see Every marketing campaign say that. You know, I just don't like the phrase new year, new you. I know you don't. I, I really don't. You, and you're vocal about it. Because it's like, I'm still me. I like me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be new. New year, same <laughs> me. New year, same me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I think it's obviously a marketing Sure. Style. But it is a good opportunity, especially for people who... Do want to do something either differently or in addition to what's going on. It is a good opportunity to be like, all right, today's the day. Yeah, I tend to resonate with the people who say, do it now. You don't need to wait for a specific day in the future. If you want to make a change, start it now. Yeah. And But I also do appreciate people actively writing down, this is what my goals are going to be. Um, Even though the percentages aren't high that people maintain what they say they're out to do for that New Year's resolution. I think it tends to be what three weeks people last. I have no idea. Um, but I do appreciate taking notes, saying this is what I want from this year. Well, like, yeah, there's like it. an element of accountability. Yeah. There. Especially if you're doing a New Year's resolution with somebody, that could be really fun and like something to look forward to. So there's there's ways to be co- good about it. Well, I think if you bring someone in, your chances of sure getting it done is much better. Absolutely. So I think it's pretty clear. I don't make New Year's <laughs> resolutions. <laughs> I've tried the dry January thing a few times, yeah. and I, I've never gotten all the way to February. I mean, you did a good job with no bow. 
I did. I did not have Bojangles my entire first semester of law school. Can we talk about that? I mean, Woo! and then Leo. that's not true. We had it for Thanksgiving. But but that was <laughs> on purpose. That was deliberate. Yeah. yeah. That was. So anyway, back to the New Year's resolution. I think I, for me, what works better is like a commitment to all right. You know, I'm going to do this three times this week, mm-hmm. and I'm going to stick to it and reevaluate. I think that's another thing. I'm going to reevaluate after, I don't know, six weeks, two months to see, is this still what I need for it to be doing for me? Or, you know, was I overshooting, undershooting? That That's more useful for me. I mean, how did this even start? Marketing, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, like, it's something that's new. Some some gym owner it's was smart new. about it. Yeah, new year, new year. But I, I, I do think people feel a little icky after the holidays with the overindulging because it's like there's so much um, restriction going into it and then so much release of like, well, I'm at a party, I'm going to go do it and then regret and, you know, it's all that psychological association. I was just going to say. Yeah. Yeah, and that's I think that's where people get in trouble. Of course. It's you have this holiday, enjoy it. There yeah. should be no negative emotions attached to that. That's it's tough call. Uh, you I mean, know, I'm, society I'm, doesn't really promote that. So I think the more that we can be have healthy relationships with our food, with our uh, exercise, with our just the way we you know, it's the whole idea of I gotta burn off my dinner, that's like not helpful. Yeah. And well, I mean, we're in the fitness industry, and sure. we still deal with this. Sure. So y'all are not alone if this oh, is you. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's a constant a constant struggle, but I think recognizing it's the first step. Yeah. And looking inside so, yourself and say, like, what? With that said, what is your New Year's resolution? Oh, man. Well, mine. To be nice to my wife. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's all year, babe. I know. New Year's saying me on that one. I know. I mean, for me, it's really looking at the future of what we've spoke about recently in terms of having another child, mm-hmm. Lord willing, if we're able to. Uh, and what do I need to do to make that a possibility? That's a good one. And so for me, it's like setting those goals on getting to where we need to be yeah. to feel comfortable, at least in that situation. I support that. Yeah. I guess mine would be, uh, I mean, for those who don't know, I'm having another surgery tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I'm going to do my best to stay on top of that recovery so that I can be the wife and the mom and the daughter and the friend that I want to be. Yeah. And good thing this is number two. Yeah. I mean, we've and already seen you stay on top of it. Hopefully two of two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> For another 40 years. So as we spoke about before, we often talk about looking to the future, like what's next, things like that. Mm-hmm. But how often do you really look back and reminisce about things that you've been through? I mean, I do. I know. I'm all the time. That's one of my favorite things is to look through my camera roll yeah. and be like, oh, I remember when. And you make fun of me all the time about that. Yeah, because it's cheesy, you but it feels good. Up. It feels good. So, you know, we're going to talk about how that's healthy for you. We have author Mia Babram from Durham, and she's going to just lay down the wisdom. Yeah, and, and by looking back, she says it helps you look forward. I get it. I dig it. Yeah. Okay, so today we have on Mia Babram. Well, I did not say your last name correctly. Can you school me on that really quickly? It is okay. I mean, can I say my last name correctly these days? I don't know. It's Brabham, which is interesting. Brabham. Brabham. Oh, I (laughs) like it. It's like a pop. Brabham. So welcome to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And today we're going to talk to Mia about reminiscing and the power of it. So excited! Reminiscing makes me so excited and happy, and it's really good for you. So I'm glad we're talking about it. Yeah, I want to get in real quick with this question. So, how does looking back help people move forward and become better? Oh my goodness, there are 
so many benefits to reminiscing. Um, you know, people with pop culture, you know, there's a lot of reminiscing happening and songs and movies and all that good stuff, but people don't just realize it's not just a trend. It's actually psychologically really, really good for you. And there's quite a few benefits. Um, it strengthens personal identity. Um, it gives you meaning in life. It helps you feel connected and loved and gives you a sense of belonging and unity in your community. And my favorite, my absolute favorite, especially in these times, you know, with everything that's going on mm. in the world, it gives you hope mm. because people think of it. Um, I talked to Clay Rutledge, Dr. Clay Rutledge, who's an amazing, amazing nostalgia researcher. I'm like, I need a new job. I want that job. <laughs> so he talks about how it's actually, um, you know, people think of like nostalgia and they think of their wacky uncles who are looking backwards. <laughs> it's always talking about like, the high school football team, right? Yep. But it's actually a very future oriented experience. It's not about the past. It actually gives you like you said, the tools to move forward. Um, so, you know, I could go deeper into all of those things if any of them pique your interest, but each of them have really, really cool research points that are really, really awesome that I learned about while doing my article on it. You said some really interesting stuff. Okay, so for y'all listening, she wrote a really cool article on Shondaland.com. And if you're not a Shondaland fan, we can't be friends. So go <laughs> check it out. But also like, the whole COVID pandemic has isolated us so much. And I feel really lucky that I have a family unit, right? Because I have friends who are, you know, have roommates who maybe moved away halfway through the pandemic and really just feel isolated and lonely. And the way that you spoke about how nostalgia can provide meaning in a person's life during mm. those times is really fascinating. Can you touch on that more? Absolutely. I'm so glad you asked. So, um, meaning is important, you know, it gives us, you know, the will to wake up in the morning and just feel like we're living fulfilled lives. And so the thing about meaning and nostalgia is that everything is narrative, right? And one thing I learned that was really cool is that how our minds function uh, when we're when we're focusing on nostalgia. And there's this thing that's called a redemption sequence. And so it's a narrative pattern that progresses from negative to positive. So, you know, nostalgia, the thing is, it's, it's usually when you're focusing on happy times in your life, right? But of course, negative things have happened to all of us. But with this redemption sequence, your brain actually organizes things from negative to positive. Mm. So it's not like a one big jumble. You know, you see yourself as, I love this part, you know, we talk about, uh, you know, I don't know if you've heard, but people go around very big on like main character energy right now. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys have heard that people are like, you give main character energy. And so Ooh. the thing about memories is that we, we are the protagonists in our lives. Mm -hmm. They are our lives. So we are at the center of them and it gives us meaning because basically, you know, we see ourselves as triumphant. You're like, okay, so I've come from this negative thing happening and I've overcome it or, you know, um, things have gotten better or, you know, things were good. So it gives you that feeling, you know, um, of anything, any pain that's happened or hurt, they're filtered, what the researchers say is forgivingly through, um, you know, and all for the best attitude is what researchers call for it. So you're like, you know, it all happened for the best or, you know, things happen and I, I am where I am. And so that's how our brain tends to function. You know, we of course have negative moments, but this is really how the brain is meant to be under nostalgia. So that, that's really cool. What? Why don't we learn this yeah. in school? <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah. It's really, really, it's, it's, it's really, really exciting stuff. Okay. So with that in mind, is there a balance we should keep between the past and the future? Like, should we not hang out too much in, in one? <laughs> oh, that's a really, really good question. Yes. Um, you know, of course with, with memories and things about the past things, you know, can go definitely in a direction. If you're focusing too much on the past, that's not healthy for you. 
Um, but the, the real thing is to just focus on the happy memory. So if you know it's something that's going to trigger you or something that may make you sad, um, that's not necessarily what we're talking about in these situations. It's really going to the photographs that make you happy. It's going, you know, visiting, you know, the places that used to make you happy. You know, even um, Clay Rutledge called it, you know, we all have a soundtrack to our lives. So mm. even music, you know, you don't want to listen to, you know, if you associate Adele with a really bad breakup, right? that might not be, you know, good. <laughs> I just imagine her you. concert goers all crying. Right. So we we <laughs> talked about this yesterday. Uh-huh. <laughs> great concert. Great. I'm like, why wasn't I invited to go? Why wasn't I invited? Uh, where was my invite? I must get lost. But yeah, so we're, we're, there's a balance for sure. And, you know, if you want to set up, you know, a time maybe once a month. So the reason I wrote this article is because I love memories and I actually have kept a memory box every year since sixth grade. So I'm two boxes, keep all my memories in them. So I usually will do, you know, like once a year when I'm cleaning, doing my spring cleaning, I look through them. And if there's any memory that um, I'm like, wait, what is this ticket set from again? Or like, what is this note that someone wrote me? At? I don't even remember what this is. I throw it out, but I keep all the things that mean something to me mm. and provoke a good meaning. Mm-hmm. So you can set time to do it. But yeah, definitely, you know, don't be going back every single day. But also if it makes you happy, that's the whole point of it. So well, you have to find your balance is really the, the wrap-up answer to that. Well, yeah. you know what's funny is like I, I am the phone person. Like anytime our son does anything remotely cute, which is all the time, I'm like, phone, phone, phone. And then I'm like, oh, no, I need to be in the moment. But at the same time, I'm like, i got to remember this moment. Like because he grows so fast and – it's what my favorite thing to do when he goes to sleep is look at pictures of him. I just love that <laughs> since having him, she's become more nostalgic. Yeah, that's and true. And she used to always laugh at me about how nostalgic I am. That's true, because you're cheesy, but I'm cheesy I am too. super cheesy. But you're right, though. It's And honestly, I think without knowing too much about this prior to our conversations, most of my stuff is wrapped around really positive memories. Yeah. And then I get all emotional. I start crying, and you know, <laughs> so. yeah, it gives you it's that it's that bittersweet, you know, where yeah. where you you're kind of reminiscent of the past. But the thing is that we don't realize usually after we leave those circumstances. My my favorite point about it all is it gives us hope because mm. we are kind of bittersweet that those memories have gone. But because you know when we're revisiting meaningful memories. Um, we get that feeling that, okay, we can have this feeling in the future. Like we have now, and one day mm-hmm. we'll be looking back on this moment too. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of like you're doing, you know, with your phone, um, you, you, you know, it is living in the present moment. So when you are capturing these memories that you're going to look back on and be really, really excited about, um, because it gives you hope that things are, are great ahead. And um, it reminds us too and energizes us, you know, when you're looking through your phone, it reminds you, you know, of what makes life, Worth it. Purposeful and yeah. meaningful and worth it and fulfilled. Um, so it really, again, is a future-oriented experience. It's, it's super interesting. So if someone's not like me and who gets nostalgic all the time, is there ways that people can add more nostalgia to their lives? Oh, my gosh, yes. Every single day uh, you can do it if you want. And it doesn't have to be. I think people sometimes think, too, it has to be about their lives. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have to be. It can be, you know, a movie you like. So I talked to mm-hmm. Andrew um, Abayeta, who's also a researcher for this article. And he talks about, he's like, I'm a huge nerd. I love Star Wars. <laughs> I will go back, you know, and watch a movie once a month because it makes me really happy. It makes me think of childhood. And it, you know, it takes me away to a point where I really love this stuff. So it can be a movie. It can be, again, a soundtrack to your life. You know, an album you used to love. You can, you know, listen to it on a road trip or um you know those kind of things even family recipes like if you like oh, to bake, yeah. you can do something it doesn't have to always be photographed or something directly related to something that has happened to you um but it can be too so you know there's lots of different opportunities to just 
you know, do something that you used to do in the past that really makes you happy. It's, it's kind of a return to yourself in a way. Well, dang, I don't have anything to add to that. That was powerful, Mia. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, you can't tell. I just makes me, it makes me happy even talking about it. Absolutely. Um, it's just really cool. Yeah. And well, I, I really think you guys should go read the Chandelan. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much I for having us. Where can our uh, listeners thanks. find you on Instagram? Oh, thank you. Of course. Yes, you can all find me at yours to Mia on Instagram. And I'm on Twitter at Hot Mess Mia because it's a hot mess of <laughs> my, my hottest cake. So, you know, the name had to do it. It sounds like there's a lot of fun happening over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lots of fun. Lots of fun all the time. Well, I'll look back on this in the future and have nostalgia Absolutely. about our conversation. Yeah. Thank you for joining yes. us. Thank you so much for having me, you two. I hope you have a wonderful day. Love the show. So happy to be here. Oh, thank thank you you. so much. Bye. So yeah, that Mia conversation was just really cool. I love what she's talking about this like healthy aspect of looking back. I just, that gave me some warm fuzzies. It does me too. Looking back to look forward. That's awesome. Yeah. And just, yeah, it's like appreciating, you know, and also learning from. Well, it goes against a little bit of what people say, don't look back, look forward. And it's like, oh no, it's okay to look back. It's a whole life we're living here. (laughs) So yeah, thank you so much for having, whoops. Thanks so much for that talk, Mia. We really enjoyed it. And, you know, how, how do you feel about the dang resolutions? <laughs> I think this year is my most important resolution ever. Oh, wow. And no so, pressure. Yeah. So for me, well, me being a good husband and a good father was better than that. I, I agree. And potentially another father. I agree. Well, father same father. Same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. New year, new you for real. Yeah. New year to me. But yeah, I think no matter where you are with your resolution, just take a second to evaluate and recognize if it's healthy for you. And if so, keep on trekking. So living a healthy lifestyle also includes giving back to the community. And this week we wanted to take a moment and recognize Donate Sport. So Donate Sport helps people in North Carolina, but also around the world by giving the gift of sport equipment and clothing. So while they started trying to just provide sport equipment to underprivileged kids, they then have gotten so successful and expanded their reach so much that they were even able to give a thousand pairs of insoles to wake med frontline healthcare workers during COVID-19. Like, it's just incredible. They also have a a regular uh, nonprofit that they work with called Kickoff to Hope, and that helps provide soccer equipment to Kenyan children. Like, they're doing it all. They're doing it all. It's incredible. So they're located in Raleigh. If you'd like to support them or just find out more about them, head on over to donatesport.org. Thanks always to our sponsor, Cardinal Points Imaging. You can learn more about them at cardinalpointsimaging.com. And if you want to find us, you know where to go. Instagram. We are at Brie Kogel, at CJ Kogel. We're here for you. Any questions, let us know. And we look forward to the next time we can find it together. (laughs)